This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Just go to AdamandEve.com and type in Glory. That's G-L-O-R-Y at checkout, and you'll get 50% off almost any item, a free sex swing, and free shipping. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from the temper tantrum rose garden of the White House, this is cognitive dissonance. Well, if you want to be more presidential, maybe I'll deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> Fat fucking chance of that. Every episode uh, we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome, Matt. This is episode 471. Of cognitive distance. Cecil. uh, Nancy has got some choice words for the president. (laughs) Nancy Pelosi is my hero. Like I want to read what she said here real quick, Tom. All right. She said, um, initially, um, she said, (laughs) I wish that his family or administration or his staff would have an intervention for the good of the country. (laughs) She she wrote online, she wrote, when when the quote, extremely stable genius starts acting more presidential, I'll be happy to work with him on infrastructure, trade, and other issues. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess he stormed out of their meeting. He, they call, they call yeah. a meeting. They're going to talk about infrastructure, supposedly. Right. They show up and, uh, and he gets flipped. He flips his shit. He starts yelling at him. He doesn't sit down, doesn't do anything. And then he runs out after a couple minutes and goes, gives a speech. And after he leaves, well, Kellyanne Conway says, Kellyanne Conway's like, well, what do you think about something? And, and she, uh, like she asked Pelosi this and Pelosi's like, well, I don't talk to his underlings. I talk directly to the president. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I love her like, so it's much. It's so amazing. She cannot be fucked with. Oh. And I think that like, Trump and his whole administration, they didn't, somehow they missed this from history. Like they missed the way that she like took W's entire second administration or second term and was like, oh, really? Cute, cute, cute. Not under my watch, bitch. And fucking owned him. Like she's the fucking, I, I love Nancy Pelosi. Like I fucking think she is so great. I love too that like, you want to be like, hey, man, did you break your crayons when you had your tantrum? Do you need a nap? Right. Are you a little hungry? Grown up that had a fucking tantrum. We we have we have a guy that like storms out of meetings with the leaders of Congress. Sure. Like that's what's happening right now. And I love it. Like she's as calm and cool and collected as possible because all those fucking misogynists right now have to eat their words watching cool Calm, collected, yep, yep, right, Nancy right, Pelosi, right. turn him into a fucking tantruming eight-year-old. Yeah. They were also worried about a woman in the White House. Yeah. Oh, women are emotional. What'll happen if she has her period? Yeah. She starts bleeding from down there. She's shooting missiles at everyone. First of all, we don't want to talk about her down there parts. 
If there's a baby in it, we know she has to have Definitely. it. That's all we want to know. All we want to know is, is she bare, Is she barefoot? Is she pregnant? Those are the two <laughs> questions. I want to say this, though. And what's interesting about this is she's the el- she's an elder statesman. Yep. Stateswoman. She's been, in, she's been in office for a while. She knows the ropes. She knows what's going on. There's a big push for impeachment, and mm-hmm. she's not on board. Yeah. There's, there's part of me that realizes the tactics of the situation, okay. right? There's tactics involved. You don't want to impeach if it's going to have a problem, like there's going to be some major problem, right? Like if it's going to cost you the next election, you don't want to try to impeach. Like, and I think that she is trying to get rid of Trump because through, through elections, not through impeachment, right? right? And I don't think you're going to get rid of Trump through impeachment, period. I think, I don't think that's going to happen. Right. But one of the things that really ticks me off about this is I recognize and respect her opinion, because, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about it. I mean, yeah, she's right. great, right? But there's a part of me that really just says, like, that's not justice. Yeah, I know. Like, that's not justice. That's not what should happen. We should have a system that when you fuck up and you fuck up at the highest levels of this country, that there is that there is no um, get-out-of-jail-free card. You're, no, you're not too big to fail. You are, just like everybody else, accountable for your actions. I can't do this stuff outside of the presidency, and you shouldn't be able to do it inside the presidency. And that's what's right. And there's a big part of me that's like, that's not right if we don't do this, if we don't hold him accountable, if we don't say, no, you really did obstruct. No, you really did, you know, quote unquote collude, which isn't a crime, but you did. You fucking did. And I have a problem with that. But I, I, there's a pragmatic side of me that's like, maybe we should follow what Pelosi has to say. Yeah, what I, what I feel like, and I don't know for sure, but what I feel like is happening is that she's basically telling party leadership, look, if we impeach, we'll fail. We'll win in the House, we'll lose in the Senate, that's a given. We will create of Trump a martyr for his base. Yeah. And that might energize people that are otherwise de-energized. I can hold him in check sure. until he's out. And then we can hold him criminally responsible. Right. I think that there is a certain amount of patience that the people have. If we hold him... See, the thing about impeachment is like, if we impeach him, he doesn't go to jail. He just gets fired. So I don't know if that's justice either. Like, I agree with you. But like, maybe the, maybe the better term solution is to say, look, I'll hold him at bay. He'll be an ineffective lame duck for a year and a half. I can stymie every fucking thing that guy is going to try to do for almost two years. And once he's out and he doesn't, and, and justice is no longer tied to a partisan system, then he can be tried in a court right. on, on obstruction right. and he can go to jail. And maybe that's justice. Maybe that's a bigger justice. In an ideal world, it would be you get impeached and then tried and convicted. But I wonder if, if she's not looking at him being like, I don't know that we have this sort of collective patience and if we if if he loses or if, if he wins the next election because we create of him a martyr he never goes to jail we lose yeah on every front but what's interesting is is that you know there are definitely some people out there especially on the right that are still defending him right, right. but i will say this week did you see that that guy one of the representatives uh, a a house member from that's from the GOP mm-hmm. laid out a case for impeachment yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. It was like a ten, 20 <clears throat> tweets where it's just talking about how here's here's what I read. I read the thing and I think and here's what and it here's is. what yeah. I, I I think there's in a case for impeachment. Yeah. You know? I wonder what those people who, you know, thought Trump was because right after that happened and that Barr released his four page whatever, I don't know if you remember, but like 
Twitter kind of blew up with, oh, see, it's nothing, guys. Ha, ha, ha. I you do. guys yeah, were wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wonder where they're at when, like, their own party is saying, hey, maybe we should impeach this guy. I think they look at that person as a traitor and as As a, an outlier. As an outlier. Oh, it's just one guy. And he's probably got a political motive. Yeah. You know, there's there's always a way to dismiss. There's always a way to dismiss any evidence you don't want. Sure. Right? That's just the, that's yeah. just the thing. It, it's it's fascinating to watch. And I, I, I have so much respect for Pelosi that I, I have to think that the pragmatism is what the country needs, you know? And I'm appreciative of that because like, there's a part of me that's like, man, I want that fucking guy to get fired, yeah. which is all impeachment really is, is he gets fired. And I want him to go to jail. And if I can't have those things, my God, the thing I want most is to break the last two years of his four and not give him a second four. I'll tell you though, you know, what I really want is if somebody did do these things and somebody did fuck with our system so badly, yeah. I want them to suffer for it forever in history. I want there to be a stain. This is the asterisk next to your name, yeah, Mark oh, McGuire. This is right. the, I want there to be a stain where you're like, yeah, you hit 70 X home runs. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because you fucking lied to everybody and you were juicing like a fucking fiend. Right. It's the same thing. And I feel the same way. I feel like, you know, I want there to be an asterisk next to your judges. I want there to be an asterisk next to your name and everybody else that, you know, in the future. Like, yeah. you know, I want that. I want there to be an asterisk next to these people that defended him. Mitch McConnell, all these other people. I want Lindsey Graham. You know, it's so funny. And I know we said this before, but like, I really believed that history would mark George W. Bush as the worst president oh, yeah, in modern yeah, history. Yeah. You know, and I think that in some ways he is the worst president in modern history. I think in some ways he's a worse president than Trump by by a, by like measurable standards. Wait till right? we attack Iran and then you can have that I conversation. Know. I'm worried about yeah. that, right? So that's kind of where I was headed. Yeah. Like, I think Trump, Trump is the most corrupt president that we've ever had. I think that there's there's almost no way around that statement. Like he's just the most blatantly corrupt, incorrigible, yeah. impossible to right. defend, morally bankrupt human being we've right. ever had as president. Right. But at least he didn't get us into like an illegal war with a country. But like now, but they like now, now we're like, are we headed down there? Are we beating the war drums with Iran? Sure. I don't even know how to answer that question. Cause in the same week, in the same week on Sunday, Trump tweeted out something like, never threaten the United States again. It, it, Iran will cease to officially exist if you do. I'm paraphrasing, but not by it, much. Yeah, close. It, like, I remember that, yeah. yeah. And then Tuesday of this week, he tweeted out, there's no threat from Iran. There never has been. Like, he's fucking crazy. Yeah. He's crazy. We don't even know where he stands from Sunday to Tuesday yeah. on the international issue of are, like yeah. on between Sunday and Tuesday, he said, I would send a hell of a lot more than 120,000 troops in. I'll make Iran officially not, you know, officially not exist anymore as a state in the world. And then on Tuesday, completely reversed course. Yeah, 100%. What the fuck is going on? Dementia? Like, for real, we have. This is why, like, I this is why, like, I have to put all my eggs in the Pelosi basket because if she can just render him incapacitated yeah, yeah. politically. Sure. I wonder if that's not the safest thing we right. can do. It's the safest. I, I get it. I'm scared right pra now. Pragmatically, I yeah. got it. I got it. But like, I'm operating from a place of yeah. genuine fear. Yeah. 
Like, I'm afraid of him now. Like, yeah. it's not like, I don't like you. It's like, I think you're fucking nuts, man. Yeah. I think I think that, you know, him courting the idea of fighting with Iran oh. is so useless, especially after the deal that we had with them. I thrown know. up, just thrown in the, thrown away. So you, you, uh, you know, it's such a stupid thing to do. And yet we court and suck the cock of Saudi Arabia. Oh my like God. Like we can't stop, we can't get their cock out of our mouth. And they're doing horrible shit in the world. And it's a just an awful shitty state. And and we suck that up. We're just like, yeah, no, finish on our face. We love you. Yeah. We love you so much. And like to, to that point, like tweeted out this week was some nonsense about like Iran being the number one state sponsor of terrorism in the world. And it's like, Mm, I don't know, man. Mm, I don't know. Mm, Saudi Arabia is gunning for that real hard. Yeah. Like they're gunning for it all the time, real hard. Sure. But like we somehow have yeah. this bizarre, you know what happened, incestuous Tom? relationship. You know what happened? What? We forgot. Yeah. We were supposed to never forget. And we <laughs> forgot. <laughs> well, it's funny because like we were supposed to never forget 9-11, but it's like, but we don't want to focus on. Yeah. But we conveniently forget about all the statistics behind it. Yeah. Right? Well, like we didn't even. It wasn't even a story that we forgot. It's a story we didn't tell right. Yeah. We changed the story as that story was unfolding yeah. so that while it was going on, we spun a narrative around it that that was just different than the truth about what happened. Sure. And when we look back at, like, I, I, like there's a part of me that's like, God, like, I know that history will be filled with radioactive ash. But, like, if that weren't the case... <laughs> I would like to go to it so I could read the history books and be like, how harshly do we judge yeah. the last, you know, 20 years? Like we had like this blip where nothing got done and that was Obama. And we yeah. were like, thanks for not making it objectively worse. And yeah. that was like the best we right, got out of that. Right. You know, because like the eight years prior and the at least four years after have been an utter nightmare. Yeah, 20 years. 20, a, it's going to be 20 yeah. years. And the the first eight of that, or the first four of that were absolutely a terror. And then the last four of that were absolutely a terror. And the rest of it is kind of nothing happened. Yeah, right. Yeah. And speaking of which, Tom, I got to, we got to talk about this story to start out. And it's the Harriet Tubman story. Okay, okay, let's talk about this. All right. So this story is from the New York Times. Harriet Tubman $20 bill is delayed until Trump leaves office, says Munchen. I got to say... I am so stoked that we're going to have Harriet Tubman as the $20 bill. I fucking love this. And I, I, this, this fucking flew under or over or through or past my radar <laughs> before. I didn't know that this was going to happen. Oh, right? I, oh, I didn't okay. know. I, I'm sure it was a big deal, but it was something that just, I just missed yeah, in the right. news cycle. Yeah. Right. And so it was something that when I heard about it, I was like, oh, we're going to have a new $20 bill and it's not going to be a horrible, awful person. I know, right? It's just like, that's amazing. It's like, it's like we give out a KKK $20 bill. You yeah, know, we like, give out a Nazi $20 bill. Right now in the $20 bill is Andrew Jackson. Yeah. If you want to learn a little bit about him, yeah. you can head over to Citation Needed. Yeah. We did an episode about Andrew Jackson. Not the best guy. He's somebody that Trump really admires. Though. He is. That's why I chose him. Like, yeah. And he's not somebody you're like, that's my guy. Yeah. Unless you're awful. Yeah. Like, and what's interesting is we chose we we chose it because he's awful, but Trump chooses him because he respects he admires him. him. Yeah. And they they this guy is worried that Trump will just cancel the whole thing. Yeah. Well, so what happened is the Obama administration said, all right, in 2020, there's gonna be a new $20 bill. 
print it out. It's gonna it's gonna be new. Here's the design. Harriet Tubman's gonna be the face on it. God, I love it. You know, and so I think this is very conspicuous. They didn't cancel the twenty dollar Tubman bill. What they did is they kicked it down the road until if it happens, it happens when Trump is no longer yeah, in office. Right. And the racism embedded in that uh, is right? so obvious. It's so obvious. Like you can't, yep. you literally can't miss it. Why does it only happen after Trump is out? Because if Trump lets it happen, his racist base will beat the shit out of him for allowing yep. a black yep. person to be on the 20. Yep. If he cancels it, any non-racists that are in his base, both of you, yeah, like, <laughs> are you listening? Both of you, <laughs> they will, they will have to stand up and take notice of yes, they and will, then they'll be forced to contend, with and it. then they will bite their cheek very hard when they vote for him again. God damn it! <laughs> well, I still don't like it when you kill a baby or whatever your <laughs> fucking nonsense is, you monsters. Oh. But like. <laughs> Uh, Not a baby. Uh, so, but like kicking it down the road yeah. is his way of saying like, I don't want to contend with it because it's just a political loser for me I, yeah. as a racist. Yeah. It's only it's, a political yep, loser only be, if you're a racist. Yeah, the only way it's bad for you. I mean, it really is yeah. the, the, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't for Trump. That, because- you know, for any other normal person out there, they'd be like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I can't wait to announce can't it in wait, the Rose Garden. I can't wait to do it. I, I want to cut. I want to have a giant check-sized right. $20 bill. I want the first one, and I'm going to go spend it on hamburgers at yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, well, exactly, right? right? Like, You'd be so excited. I would, I, I, I would make it rain on my staff. Like, <laughs> 20s for everybody. It's, it's so amazing, but it's like, like, you're right. If he comes out and gives some speech, he'll probably be like, hey, Tubman, I hear good things about her. She's, she's getting the recognition. She's, she's getting the recognition that she deserves. <laughs> I forgot about that. She's really that. her and Frederick Douglass are getting married. I think. <laughs> I don't know. They're calling him Freddie. It. Don't it's worry. A Hollywood couple. But don't worry. I won't give him an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if their name is Freddie or Harriet. <laughs> You know, Tom, while we're talking about Munchkin, let's continue. All right. So this is from the New York Times as well. IRS memo undercuts uh, Munchin. Is it really M-N-U-C-H-I-N? I don't think they would misspell it in the New York Times. <laughs> huh. Okay. Let me read I'm going to redo it. Minutian. Maybe I don't know how to pronounce this. I'll try it again. New York Times. IRS memo undercuts Minuchikin. Urchin. M. Urchin. Mernichin. I don't know. Someone will send us a correct pronunciation. Right. Third time's a charm. Yeah. IRS memo undercuts nunchucks <laughs> on withholding. <laughs> Who spells her name like that? Jackie Chin. What, <laughs> what sound does M N U make? I know. He needs to talk to Pat Sajak and buy a vowel in there. <laughs> All right. Maybe just move the, you know, like move the U over one space. <laughs> Moonchin. Undercovers moon shoes on withholding Trump's tax <laughs> Can't returns. even get past the headline. <laughs> All right. So basically like they were like, hey, uh, there's no good legislative reason for you to see these tax returns. And then the IRS and the courts were like, 
Yep. Yeah, no, there's a lot yeah, of actually a really, lot, lot of really good see, reasons. And a part of that argument too is they were saying like Congress doesn't have the authority to get these documents. And Congress was like, ha, 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 no, we're Congress, you yeah. see. Well, first of all, we do. We implicitly have that authority as specified uh, in numerous places. But also, by the way, we could pass a law that says we have that authority. We're the guys that make laws. <sighs> like, that's our thing. You know what's crazy is <laughs> not only were they refusing this, not only was Barr pushing the limits on things, mm -hmm. but McGahn this week decided not to show up. Oh, it was he was told yeah, by Trump. Trump's yeah. like, don't, don't go. go. Yeah, and he yeah. did. He didn't. And yeah. it's like, it's so crazy to me. You know, we've spent our whole life thinking this system has teeth. We spent our whole life thinking that there's some yeah. repercussion to this. That if some if this goes down, if you get called on the carpet to Congress, you better go over there and you better crawl your way over to your, your chair and drink your bottle of water yeah. and listen to the senators <laughs> yell at you for a couple hours. Right. You better take your licks. But like, if they were to call, you know, Zuckerberg in the future, why wouldn't he just say no? Yeah. Why wouldn't he just be like, no, well, there's nothing you could do about it. What? What are you going to do? I'm going to hold you in contempt of Congress. Yeah. I okay. have contempt for yeah, Congress. That's cool. Yeah. What, what now? I remember when I took civics class, it's government for, you know, like yeah. different shit, different yeah. states. Civics is just the government. Like we learned and it was venerated the idea that we have a checks and balances. System. Right. Like yeah. I remember yeah. like learning about the, the sort of almost sacred place that checks and balances held in our system. It was, it was the thing that kept us from despotism, right? It was, it was one of the structural geniuses of the constitution that we, that we, you know, know and love and fucking wipe our bald eagle nuts against. Like, but if we don't have real checks and balances, if there's no teeth to any of this, then all of that is just fucking word salad. All of that is just fucking sound and fury signifying nothing. It matters not a whit right. if this doesn't have teeth. You know, what, what this article says is that, you know, basically... He, the, the IRS does have to produce these documents. They, they are required to produce these documents. The next thing that's going to happen almost assuredly is Trump will claim executive privilege yeah. to not have to release these documents. And executive privilege is basically the like, I'm too important to follow these certain rules. Yeah. So And that can be challenged in the courts. No, thank you. And yeah. that will get challenged. Yeah. And then I wonder like, how much further can he go to stop? And, and, if you're a defender of Trump, I would like to know, and I, I'm being genuine, like, why not just produce them? Right. Why fight so hard if there's nothing there? Yeah. Why? And, and like, maybe there's nothing there. But what I find a, just like appalling is like the complete lack of transparency again and again and again and again and again and again. And then like, it makes you feel like, what the fuck are you always hiding? Yeah. Why are it's, you why are you pulling back? It'd be so like much? if every time you walked in the room, Cecil, I just put my arm behind my back real fast. Even yeah. if I didn't have anything in it. Sure. Yeah. You know, you'd be like, what? The, why are you doing Please that? Don't do that. Yeah. You are making me like you're gaslighting me with this crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. And you and you're absolutely right. It's, you know, I get, I and I do understand a level of harassment, right? And yeah. I understand it when it comes to say, you know the way black people are racially profiled, yeah. right? When they drive down the street and they get pulled over and they might not be doing anything, but they don't want to comply because they weren't doing anything wrong. And then they wind up getting shot and you're like, well, why didn't you just comply in the first place? So I understand the argument, right? right. I do understand the argument. But the difference is, is that there's smoke here, yeah. right? The difference is, is that this isn't just 
harassment. This isn't just congressional harassment because they don't like him. This is, there's clear evidence from other sources that are showing that he, that we really should take a look at these tax returns because we think there is serious wrongdoing. Right. That's why. Because, they're, you know, if you're rolling behind a, a you know, a, a car and they're flashing a gun, that's probable cause, right? Yeah. That's why you pull them over and that's why you, you know, so there's a difference, right? There's a difference when there's some sort of probable cause versus, well, you're just harassing me because I'm, you're racially profiling me. That's a different story, it is. right? And and the problem is, is that they're going to, they're going to point to that and say, oh, well, that's, well, you call that bullshit. Yeah. Well, that's because it is bullshit. This is a moment where we clearly have probable cause to go after some of this stuff and they're still stonewalling. Well, and it's like, if you don't want to live under a microscope, don't ask to be present. That's also true too, I have, right? Like my ability to feel anything for you, if like nobody asked you to be present. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like there was like this fucking vote yeah. where we said, oh my God, everybody in America voted and we really want yeah. you to run. You didn't and you were get, like, oh no, not me. You didn't get voluntold, right? right? Yeah, you right. Fuck, yeah, you fucking, you did you it because you- for that You job. did it because you wanted, you wanted everybody to call you President Trump. Right. That's why you did it. I have- you want no to be prom sympathy. king. Like, if you want to fly under that fucking... Yeah, I want to be prom That's king. That's what you exactly, want. Yeah. You want to be prom king. You want to fly under that fucking radar, don't volunteer for the most fucking high-profile position on Earth. Yep. What the fuck is wrong with you? You don't get to claim like, oh, it's a violation of my privacy. Get the fuck out of here. You said I don't want any privacy. That's built into the job. Yeah. You get none of it. And if you don't like it, then all you have to do is not be president, which is what everybody else is doing right now. Yeah. Like everybody else. <laughs> all of us. All the like, rest of us. I would hate being president. Would you like yeah, being president? I, I would hate, never want to do it. I would hate never being president. I would hate to be a real celebrity. Like I would I, hate to yeah. I would hate to have have anybody look in my past. Yeah. Because I just like, I just don't want to have to do it. I just don't want to do it. I don't want anybody looking at my present. Yeah. I'm being perfectly honest. Like if like I would hate to be an actual celebrity in the world. That would be a horror to me. Like, oh, I can't go to dinner. I can't go to the grocery store. I can't, you know, take a shit in the Starbucks bathroom. Like, I can't do any of the things that I just do. Yeah. Like, without getting like bombed with people who have a fucking right perceived or or granted in this case granted to my privacy. The president, by by asking to be in public office, yeah. you are granting the public access and you are rejecting privacy. Right. That's built into the fucking job. I don't want to get into the debate about the climate change, but I will just simply point out that I think in academia, we all agree that the, the, the temperature on Mars is exactly as it is here. Uh, nobody will dispute that. Yet there are no coal mines on Mars. There's no factories on Mars that, that, that I'm aware of. The story is from The Guardian. Uh, why The Guardian is changing the language it uses about the environment. Um, so The Guardian is is changing um, its, its use of, of terms. It's not using climate change anymore. It's calling it a climate emergency, climate crisis, or climate breakdown. Um, and it's now global heating favored over global warming. Um, and really, like, what they're saying is, like, we want to be more precise. Yeah. Um, it's not change. It's a crisis. Like yeah. we are at a point where like calling it change, if something changes, it's not necessarily bad. Right. 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 Like there's, there's sort of an idea that like, well, what, what if we don't, what do we like some of the changes? There was, hey, there was people who would say that there yeah. were people who were saying that. I like, could use percent. a little warmth up that's here exactly, in the Midwest. Yep, that's actually what, that's you know actually what? what they're saying. Yeah. Well, maybe winter doesn't have to be six months long. Well, we, we'll just move the crops. That was one of the things that they were saying too, is like, we'll just move the crops to where the new area is. And you're like, yeah, but 
you realize that there's like farmers now in those other places, right? Well, if it's you like, just move the crops and they're out of luck, like what do you do? It's like you, you realize there's less land mass, yeah. right? Yeah. Like there's less land yeah. for us now. Yeah. And there soon. will be. Yeah. And like that, we don't get it back. It's not like yeah. the, the the tide will come in and then we'll be like, I'm sad. <laughs> it's yeah. gone now. Yeah. Like Manhattan yeah. won't exist. Miami won't exist. Yeah. Fiji won't exist. New Orleans won't exist. That's uh, there are some good sides we haven't talked about. New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> like there's there's parts of the world which won't be parts of the world anymore. Yeah. That's that is not pro that is from everything that that's happening. Yeah. It's not like, oh, maybe like it's coming to a fucking theater near you. Yeah. So calling it climate change makes it seem like something we can adjust to. Yeah. And like there will be parts of cl the climate crisis that we cannot adjust to, that we will fail to adjust to. And life will get worse in substantial ways that we, from, from all estimates, like we can't pull back from. And we can't even predict how bad it'll be. Right, that's the problem. Is you can't you can predict some of it, but you can't predict. You don't know the extent of it. And we just live in a world that is that is. It's not immediate enough for us to care. It's gonna be down the road. We're kicking the can down the road. We're kicking the can down the road. We're kicking the can down the road, and we're just gonna like. There's never a moment in our in our worldview um, where we think I recognize that what I can do is survive on less. What I can do is survive on less, live a live a life that's a little more um, hard, yeah. technologically and say energy wise, and that's okay. And I don't need to consume a whole bunch of stuff, and I don't need to buy a whole bunch of stuff, and I don't need to throw away a whole bunch of stuff. We don't do that. We don't check ourselves. We don't. We there's never right. been a reason to do it, um, and there's no great movement to start it. Humans could be extinct eventually because of this. You know. Could happen. Yeah. Could happen. I mean, we're, we're adaptable, so maybe not. But like, I think there's, it's it's sort of like when we talk about like the, the issue of like vaccination, right? right? Like there's extinction, which is mortality. And then there's like all the rest of the things which are just bad to live yeah. through. Right. Like really awful to live through. Like it's, it's almost certain that like water shortages will be a problem and that water shortages will create, you know, resource shortages, which cause conflict, global conflict and regional conflicts, like the world would be less stable <clears throat> as a result of the shrinking of resources and the expanded competition for those resources. Like there's nothing terribly controversial about those thoughts, about those prognostications. It's, it seems more inevitable than, than unlikely. What occurs to me when you were talking is like, there doesn't seem to be like a movement you can join, like a community that you can attach to, to learn about that's like, that's simple, that like it that like connects you to your neighbor, that like, that you know what I mean? Like it all feels so overly individualistic that it's, it's challenging. Maybe there's online communities and things, but I'm talking about like face-to-face, -face, like this is what we as a subdivision are doing. This is what we as a block are doing. This is what we as a city are doing. It seems like the onus is on the individual to be this sort of ascetic outlier. And that feels hopeless in the face of these mountainous yeah. industrial problems. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'll tell you, I'm just waiting for them to come out with the colored ribbon to put on my car to fix it all. <laughs> once they do that, <laughs> then I'll be good. I think I'll be fine. Whatever color it is, green, probably. I would I, imagine it'll be green. I hope it's made and out I'll of plastic. It, and then it, I hopefully it's a very, very, very toxic magnet. I'm not going to stand here, present some egghead scientific argument based on fact. I'm just a regular dude. I like to drink beer. You know, I love my family. These liberals are trying to assassinate my character. I can't change their mind. I won't change my mind because I don't have to because I'm an American. He's got a point. This story is from the Washington Post. Conservatives junk science is having real consequences. This is going to roll back to the abortion talk we had last week. So, you know, I want to pause before we go too far into the to the story. And it's like, if you voted and you're like, one or you didn't vote rather, and you feel like it's pointless. Stories like this are why it's not pointless. And I know we've talked about this before. Yeah, I don't want to harp yeah. on it too much longer. But like the anti-intellectualism, anti-science, anti-reality mindset of the entire GOP yeah. is going to ruin things for us. Like even if you don't like the Democrats, I get that. That's fine. Like I get it. But you do have to make a decision about who you dislike more and try to get the guys you dislike more to have less influence. Because when you have a group of people who hold power that don't believe science works, yeah. that don't believe that expertise is worthwhile, we are going to fuck things up and fuck things up and fuck things up in ways that will never get better. And it's and it's and it's really bad when it comes to abortion because a lot of these these people that are passing these laws are making absurd ridiculous claims and then keep on falling back with, well, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, I'm not this, but I'm willing to make a law to restrict women. Right. Yeah, that's and that's like I guess that's what I meant by like the expertise kind. Yeah, the like, expert exactly, right? Yeah. We're, like we should not have a group of people commenting on something outside their area of expertise, right? Yeah. Like well, you and I do it, right? But we're jokesters. Like sure. we got a we got a podcast. We're not right. lawmakers. Yeah. We're not like no one's calling Tom to the fucking halls of power to ask him what he thinks about a topic. Yeah. Like I wouldn't even want to go if you asked. Yeah. Like I'd be like, wait. I don't know anything. You can't find a better person? Right. That I, is on you. I don't know. Just because I'm loud yeah. doesn't... And no matter how influential I ever were to become, the my ability to wield influence in no way correlates to whether or not I am knowledgeable about right. something. Right. And the right can't get this straight. Yeah. The right can't figure out that there's a difference between expertise and the volume of your fucking voice. There's a, there's a quote from this, and this is a... Uh, a, a guy by the name of uh, Chambliss, Chambliss, I don't know who this person is. This is He's unbelievable. A senator, a senator from Alabama. This Wait, was where from? Alabama. Okay. And this Go. was when they were arguing that law, the, the horrid law that basically says no more abortion. He, sure. si he similarly was confused about how a doctor who under the law would face imprisonment for assisting with abortion uh, would discern between the identical symptoms of a woman miscarrying, which would still be legal, and one having a medication-induced abortion. Quote, the burden of proof would be on the prosecution, end quote, he said, thus opening the 25% of pregnancies that end in miscarriages 
to law enforcement probes. 25% because you wouldn't be able to yeah. determine yeah. whether or not she took something in order to induce this, all because they want to outlaw abortion, right? Not because they want to follow Roe v. Wade and make it, you know, much harder the longer the pregnancy is. No, they want none. They want none. They and want that's none. why. And when you start legislating none, then you start really getting into this weird gray area where it's like miscarriages might be bad too. Well, I mean, that's that's an impossible standard, right? Like yeah. the, the miscarriage thing is an impossible standard. It's just part of part of the human animal. Yeah. Like it's just it's just a thing that happens frequently right. as as human. But they don't think any of this through. Yeah. None of this is thoughtfully designed at all. Right. You know, we're going to criminalize. You know, if you make something illegal, like what does it mean for something to be illegal? And if it has consequences, it has, it, we're going to criminalize this event. Yeah. And then we're going to have to adjudicate whether or not an event was, you know, induced by a person or induced by nature. And yeah. this, there will be, we talk about collateral damage. There'll oh, be yeah. collateral damage on there this. There would be. We're going to make mistakes You'll if make we mistakes. criminalize. You will. And, and we're going to, even if you make one mistake, think about the horror of that. If you make one mistake, there's going to be a woman out there who lost a child to a miscarriage and then went to fucking prison for it. Yeah. I, there is a 100% surety that the great state of Alabama's yeah. is going to be the one that makes that mistake. Yeah, they may make that mistake. Because it's yeah. a garbage state with the lowest education in the nation. Another thing that they did um, is they're talking about Ohio in this in this article and it says the author of a bill banning insurance coverage for non life threatening abortions included an exception for a fictitious fictitious procedure in which a doctor implants the fetus from an ectopic pregnancy in the uterus. The bill also appears inadvertently to ban coverage of I IUDs and possibly birth control pills. But they they think of it like. Like they includes a, like a fake procedure, like one that doesn't even happen because these these guys like because they, they read news stories. Well, yeah, they, yeah. they fear monger right this stuff that sounds horrible, right? It's just like when they stand out the outside of Planned Parenthood with the fucking the mangled babies. Yeah, and they're not and those they're, aren't even those abortion. aren't abortions, yeah. but it's like. Yeah, that that was like a fucking like it's like a three year old in a stroller that somebody stuck a fucking <laughs> knife in, and they're like, no, that's what it, that's what an abortion looks right. like. It's like reading a book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like Ronald Reagan had his, <laughs> in his casket, and they're like, no, that's an abortion. That's what they look like. Well, I want, I want to read what uh, Clyde Chambliss, uh, also from Alabama, what he said. He said, "I'm not trained medically," and then there's a comma, but there should be a period. Yeah, right. right it should just stop because there. You should be like, I'm not trained medically, so I don't get to talk about this anymore. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. What are the experts? Anyway, it goes on. I'm not trained medically, so I don't know the proper medical terminology and timelines. But from what I've read, what I've been told, there's some period of time before you can know a woman is pregnant. It takes some time for all those chromosomes and all that. I... Don't have a clue what that sentence means. Hey, neither does he. I know. <laughs> I know. This well, is for all it takes time for all the chromosomes. You want to, you want, don't you want the follow up question to be, sir, uh, what is a chromosome? Sir, can you explain that to me? Sir, is it good or bad to have more chromosomes or less <laughs> chromosomes? So, like, we would be like a thousand dollars. Yeah, you can't tell me what a chromosome yeah. is. A thousand dollars can't. You can't tell me the number of chromosomes either. <laughs> I, you know, what what's crazy to me is that we covered the stories last week that talked about this abortion bill, and you know, 
it was implicit in that that these guys didn't know what the fuck they were talking course, about. Yeah. But then when you read some of the things, the actual d- direct quotes from these fools, you realize, oh my God, it's implicit before, but now it's explicit. They like have no fucking idea what they're talking about. And they're legislating their fee-fees. That's what they're legislating. Right. They're legislating their feelings. It makes me feel bad when you get an abortion and I feel real bad about it. And I want to <laughs> make sure that I legislate against it. It, it's funny too, because it's like if they were just, I would, I would, I would have no respect, but I would not be as like incensed, I guess, in the same way, if they just said like, I think it's wrong, the Bible. Yeah. Instead, they like come up with these like, well, you know, I once read a story about the chromosomes, and yeah. it's like stop, 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 yeah. stop, stop. You don't know. You don't actually care. That's not what swayed your opinion. Yeah. That's not. That has nothing to do. Don't rationalize. Yeah. Cut that shit out. You're a fucking ignoramus. Just say, I think it's wrong. The Bible. Yeah. And then I'd be like, all right, that's, that is your unassailable, stupid fucking position. But this like, well, I once learned how to spell science and chromosome and I did the 23 in me. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? <laughs> what the fuck? 22 in you, 20, I think. What? 20. 22 and baby makes three? I don't know. I uh, did 24 and more, but I couldn't read after I was done. I got a whole sack of White Castles. <laughs> this is a 24-pack. Like, all this, like, post hoc, yeah. quasi-science yeah. rationalization. Just be honest. But be it's, like, but it's, it's not... That's what Ken Ham does. I know. Ken Ham's like, I will pick all the parts that agree with what I agree with, and I will throw away and make a... Turtle without a shell looks like a turd monster. <laughs> I'll throw everything away and make up an animal. You know what I mean? Like that's what I I'll do. do. But I will yeah. find. I will be like, oh no! But this this little tiny bit of science may match kind of what I'm thinking of if I distort it enough. So I'll use yeah. it. And if I make sure I don't read much yeah. else, and like, I don't look on the don't look immediate to the left or immediately to the right. If I keep my blinders on, this bit of science may make sense. And the same thing here. You know. You're not talking about any of the other things that that you know could negatively impact the woman, or you know we're not talking about the miscarriages, how that can really you know really change how you're even enforcing this law. You don't even want to bring it up. Instead, it's just well, I guess we'll just have to investigate all those miscarriages then. Oh well, one in four. So then, like, if you had a miscarriage and you didn't tell anybody, would that be hiding a crime? Would you be? You know what I mean? Like, there's like, it's it's just so problematic. The whole thing is just so fucking problematic. If you get a miscarriage in a forest, <laughs> and there's no judge to and adjudicate, and there's no senator there to shame you. <laughs> the human body, including the skin, is an antenna. We are electromagnetic, electrical organisms, transmitters and receivers of information. 5G is a weapon. used by the military. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is from the New York Times. Your 5G phone won't hurt you, but Russia wants you to think otherwise. Now, before anybody gets excited about 5G, just remember that what we should get is 6 or 8G. We should be going, can we just get infinite Gs? I just I, want infinity G. I worry that 5G is only 25% stronger than 4G. That's how it works. What one I want to get is one OG. of those old Nokia flip like block phones yeah. and get OG. That's what <laughs> I want. <laughs> Look, you can play Snake on here. I'll tell you, you can fucking throw one of those things at a truck and it'll fucking break the truck. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you remember the, I had, a, I had one of those Nokia stick phones. The stick phones. Those things were indestructible. You li I, I had it in my visor in my car with my window open. And I merged onto I-80 at like 60 miles an hour. And it went, it flew out of my visor, out onto the expressway. Ba-dunk, bounced. I pulled my car over. I got the two pieces. The two pieces were the phone and the battery. I clipped them back together and that fucker worked for years. Just had a scratch on it. It had a something? scratch on the face. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, yeah, cool. It's an indestructible phone. Those phones were unbelievably indestructible. It it's so amazing. funny because if you, like I've seen people drop their iPhone and it just shatters. <laughs> and you're just like, wah, wah. You could fucking shoot that thing out of like a World War II old timey cannon <laughs> and hit a tank with it <laughs> and then make a call. <laughs> Do you remember when we used to take my old cell phones up to Michigan and shoot them? Yeah. And those old Blackberries, we'd shoot them with a fucking shotgun and they'd be like, whatever. Yeah, I'd still, yeah. like, it still would work. Like, like what you need to do is you need to take your kid and just make him a suit of Blackberries and send him to school. <laughs> He'll be safe. He'll be 100% safe during the next shooting action there. It'll be perfectly fine. So this is, this story's fucking crazy because like the, 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 5G is really just the next generation of wireless technology. Yeah. That's that's all that 5G yeah. is. And it's it's what what they are defining. You asked last time you said yeah. is it does, is it a designation in the sort of wavelengths? And I didn't know, but I said it it definitely stands for generation. If you if you look at this article, there is a graph that shows you where it's sorry, it's like a diagram that shows you where on the 5G radio spectrum where the spectrum it's going to be it will be a higher frequency. So like the existing cell phones, I guess, go up to three gigahertz. And the 5G cell phones will go higher than 30, but below 300 gigahertz. And as you can see that set up, I really don't like the way this, uh, this graph, works. graph works because yeah. the way the graph works, if people see it, it's basically trying to, it extends out a section of it, but it kind of looks like... Um, yeah. The 5G is sort of even with X-rays, which is not true. No, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not it's really a it's really not a, it's a really misleading graph. But but it but basically what you were saying last time, is it a higher frequency? Yes, it's a higher frequency. It's gonna be transmitting at a higher frequency than current um cell phones. Cell phones, but they've said that that's actually safer for us <laughs> than lower frequencies, which is again, you know, it's funny because it's new and it's also one of those third world problems like, you know, like uh, vaccines or whatever, or first world problems where it's just like, like, I don't have anything, uh, you know, with lack of everything else to bitch about, I'm going to bitch and find something wrong with this like amazing technology that connects every human on the planet if right. it wants to. And then we're going to find something wrong with it. And we're going to, you know, nitpick all this stuff. But what's crazy is, is that Russia through their RT network is actually spreading a lot of misinformation about this to, I think, try to hold back and create controversy in other places to try to slow the growth of this technology in other places so that they can keep doing it. Well, yeah, and it's like we are so like we 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 are so ripe for this kind of misinformation yeah. campaign, and Russia knows it because they've spread misinformation campaigns a number of times and successfully. Yeah, and the RT network is a network which um, you know had a lot of influence to, during the 2016 uh, election yeah. meddling. And what they're what they're doing is putting out like videos. It's like five G is cool, but do you know your new phone can kill you? And yeah. like all this other nonsense. And that is going to speak to that mindset, you know, where people don't have an education, um, not just in the technology, because I don't either, but they don't have an education in terms of like 
How do I vet information? Right. How do I know what's true? What are, who is a real expert? Where do, where does expertise come from? How do I find sources that are reliable, trustworthy sources? We don't have good digital literacy. We don't have good digital critical thinking skills. And because we lack that, we are absolutely ripe for this kind of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. It's part of what allowed the anti-vax movement to spread. You know, this, this, this inability to separate good information from bad. Yeah that we have the ability to spread information faster than we have the ability to vet information. Yeah. We're better at one than we are at the other. Yeah, yeah. And like, we're going to miss out. And if we miss out and other countries dig this in first, you know, this is more than just your cell phone. The 5G technology, like one of the, one of the things is to connect all kinds of different devices. You know, right now there's lots of different ways to connect Bluetooth, et cetera. But like, the idea is to is to interconnect a number of different smart devices, which will really alter the way that 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 our device interactions work. Yeah, he who does that first wins. So this is an attempt to slow it down. Slow it down by preying sure. on our credulity. Sure. Yeah, it, it's real sad that that's where we're at. But there is a group of people, like you're right, that are distrustful of mainstream media because they get. Over and over and over again, they hear we should be distrustful of mainstream media. We be, yeah. should be distrustful. And so when they hear anything on a normal station that's like, oh, this is just bullshit, they won't listen to it. Right. They're going to listen to that alternative media source, which is their direct, you know, which is really just unvetted garbage. Right. But, and it's it's just something yeah. that got shared by someone that got shared. Yeah. They got somebody that got right. shared. Because there's no other way for this to spread. Yeah. So, uh... It sounds like yeah. Adam and Eve has changed and they are not swinging for the fences anymore. They are not, Cecil. They have other offers, bigger, girthier offers. Bigger, wider, you wetter. Know, once, one, you know, the thing is, is what you want is more so you can put them in different places. That's you what I what hear mean? a like, lot. I want a, more. You need more. You gotta, I can't. Yeah, and here's the thing. Do that. Adam and Eve will plug you up airtight. <laughs> I will tell you that right now. If you, you get, first off, you're going to get 50% off almost any item. You're going to get a 10 free gifts from them, a sexy item for him, special gift for her, and a third item you're both going to enjoy, and six spicy movies. Just in case your internet goes down one day and you really, really need to see some porn, they will send you six movies on physical format. You can't lose them. You really, you can't. This, this is the thing. Yeah. This is apocalypse porn. It is. Right? This is exactly what when, it is. When the yeah. shit hits the fan yeah. and you've got like your fucking exercise bike you're using to power your yeah. fucking personal right. grid. Right. You know? Yeah. At least you'll have some spank material. You got it. Like, yeah. You can go out like that guy in Pompeii who jerked it and he's the ash <laughs> of the just, guy who died. <laughs> just the ash of the dude holding his That's own epic cock. as fuck. That dude is, that dude just fucking, he just owned that shit. He's yeah, like, Right? Fuck you, world. <laughs> jerking and I'm going out. <laughs> but if you want to jerk it and go out, you I always tell when somebody finishes by looking at the ash. <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do is type in Gloria Checkout. That's G-L-O-R-Y. And you'll get all of that free stuff, 50% off any item and free shipping. This story comes from Right Wing Watch. More power to him. Mark Taylor predicts Trump will impose martial law to round up his political enemies. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's safe. I'm glad that that's where we've gone to, where suddenly they're just like, no, it's cool. Martial yeah. law is cool. Yeah. Well, what you what you want to do if in the game of politics, 
um, is basically whatever you would do in the Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, there's no difference. You should ride your dragon <laughs> and destroy entire cities. God, if he had a dragon. And you should take your army and cut off their penises. <laughs> That's a terrible... No, I have... Join the army. How do you join that? That's a tough sell. That army's a tough... That's a tough sell. That is tough. You know, I don't even know. Like, it's... Uh, it's it's not the GI Bill, that's for sure, <laughs> that you're getting afterwards. This is good news. This is everything we've been praying about, Chris, right now is about to come to pass. We're seeing it come to, uh, fixing to come to pass. I already, like, you can't have good news about something that isn't happening yet. Like, he's he's talking like, this is good news. We're seeing what's about to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not news yet. You're just making stuff up that hasn't happened. Cecil. Great news. I won the lottery next week. I can't wait. Great news. It is great news. That is great news. I know. I'm super I'm, excited. I'm as for excited. You. I'm very excited as for you. you are for this great news <laughs> that I won the lottery next week. What? You're a fucking asshole. That's what you are. You're an asshole. And we know what the great news is. The great news is the same thing that Q's been spouting yeah. off. The great news is the same thing that um, Liz Vandersteel or whatever. I'm conflating <laughs> two of them. I don't even care. But what they're spouting off the entire time, which is the mass arrests of all these people who were on right. the left is going to start happening. And he's like, this is great news. This is basically what's happening is the mass arrests are going to happen. And you're just like, have you guys been paying attention? All we're getting is stonewalled by Trump to get any of the other information. He's telling people not to testify. He's basically like, no, I didn't do anything. Stop investigating me. Stop <laughs> investigating me. Stop investigating me. And so like, that's basically what we're, where we're at in our country right now. We're at, an, we're at a spot in our country where uh, a president is clearly acting shady as fuck. Yep. Shady as fuck. And we're all just like, no, man, you're going to arrest the other right. side soon. We're, we're at a place where the president is saying, I refuse to be the president until you stop investigating. Me. I know. This is what he said today. That's yeah. what he That's literally what he came out in yeah. a temper tantrum in the Rose Garden and yeah. said, I am not going to work with this with the legislature on legislation, which is his fucking job, until you stop investigating. Cut it out, or I won't president. Yeah, he anymore. basically was like, we can only do one thing at a time. Yeah. It's an unbelievable thing to say out loud. Like, I am not going to. I'm not going to discharge my responsibilities as president. I don't know how you're a fuck the American people. I don't know how you're a Trump supporter and you look at that and say, no, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I don't want my government to, to, to get anything done unless somebody is nicer to the crook. And especially infrastructure, like in Joliet, which is a, a city, a small city by Chicago. Um, it's, you know, maybe 40 minutes Southwest of Chicago. There's a bridge out there. And I was watching a news report on this bridge and they rate bridges on like one to a hundred scale on their, a bit, their, their soundness. Okay. Is a hundred good? A hundred is good. Okay. The bridge. Yeah. What do you think the number on the bridge was? And it's the bridge that goes over, um, it goes over the canal. It's a pretty tall bridge and it's on I-80. So it's an I-80 bridge. The big bridge over? Over, over the canal in, in. Oh God. Yeah. What do you think that's at? I drive, I've driven that a lot. 70? Six. Pardon me? <laughs> Are you serious right now? I wish I was kidding. Six? That is six. Six out of a hundred? Six out of a hundred. I'm a pretty huge, sure it's out of a hundred. That's a huge bridge. Yeah. It's a four lane bridge. That's yeah. a massive bridge. That, yeah. That's an I-80 bridge. Yeah. And it could collapse. Right now, it's probably, check yeah. the news. It's probably on the news right now. Structurally intolerable. Six, six out of a hundred. Yeah, I was right. 
God damn, that's scary. I'm not driving on that bridge. So the display, it's called the Displains River Bridge. <gasps> and it is a six, uh, more than 42,000 drivers drive across the Displains River Bridge every day. The most recent inspection is a six out of 100. So sufficiency rating um, of six out of 100. Anything below 80 is considered deficient. So it's six out of 100. Um, and this is a bridge that th thousands of people cross each day. And this part of this money, this thing that they were supposed to be talking about, this infrastructure, $5 trillion plan for infrastructure, was supposed to be talked about. That bridge should be, you know, top of the list on infrastructure in the United States. And it, it's an interstate. It's on a, and that's what the, one of the problems, one of the reasons why it's not being fixed is because nobody can decide where the money comes from, oh my God. right? So we have this issue, where is it state? Is it city? Is it federal government? Who supplies the money to fix this bridge? All the while, it's ticking down, ticking down, ticking down, well past 80, which is- 80 is considered deficient. 80 is deficient. This is six. So- you know, this is important stuff. And I guarantee this is not the only bridge in the United States that's like this. I guarantee it, right? I, you know, you walk around Chicago and you just see like crumbling infrastructure all over the place. We we have a we have an absolutely, I mean, a, that's a great way to describe it, right? A crumbling infrastructure. Yeah. It's all over the country. And he's so petulant. He won't have a conversation with other people because they're still investigating him. And this important piece of work that, is crossing party lines. It's not that it's not that one side is like, well, I don't want no safe ass bridges. <laughs> Only Democrats fall off the bridge. Like, <laughs> you're gonna abort your babies on that bridge. <laughs> like, there's nobody out there that's like, no, I, you know, I, I think we all want safe bridges, right? And so, but it, but he's gonna throw a fucking temper tantrum. That's genuinely yeah. terrifying. It is. It is. The past right now. So when does this actually happen? I don't know. Now, notice he said in that. <laughs> <laughs> Great news. Not sure what's going to happen. Here's the thing. I don't know when it's going to happen or what it's going to be, but when it does, when it, boom, it's going to shoot you from normal brain into galaxy brain. <laughs> One tweet about the immigration stuff. We have to get our forces in place. So I don't know if he's going to declare martial law, which we've been warning about. God's been, you know, kind of hinting around that there could be. A God's been hinting around. Look, here's the thing. I don't tell people right away. What I do is I just, I, what I do is I write it on like a little bingo sheet. <laughs> and then if you go down to do the little corner bingo. What is it, like a scavenger hunt with like know. national treasure God, clues? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I went, I went up the fucking nose of the Mount Rushmore president and inside was a treasure chest and written on it was God's fucking note he passed me in high school. What are you fucking kidding me with this? <laughs> Are you kidding? National you just see Nicholas Cage's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God's been hitting around well, at it. What, what I like is, is that he's going to start talking. And he already did start talking about martial law. Like where he's starting, he's like, right. and he, he's kind of giddy about it. Oh, he wants there to he be martial it. law. There could be an opportunity for martial law here, or could he declare a national emergency? I don't know which way the president's going to go. I'm not prophesying either one. Well, the last time he tried to declare a national emergency, it That's was to it didn't, didn't really it work, didn't work out. out so yeah. well. Yeah, his national emergency did not build a wall. Yeah, there's a good possibility we could have martial law, and it almost sounds like from the tweets that they may do all this at one shot. Whether That's it's the mass arrest of the illegals or mass arrest of the uh, elites, as far as these. Uh, what about elite illegals? <laughs> I don't think those. I don't think you can. Be. <laughs> I don't think you can be. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure who's going to get mass arrested as long as somebody gets mass arrested. Yeah, look, I'm here's happy. the thing. I don't, I just want the other mass arrested. Right. So whoever the other is, if it's the elites, if it's the illegals, I don't care as long as it's not me, yeah. right? I'm going to be fine. Here's a list of people I'm afraid of. If yep. you could just arrest them, they're yeah. scary. Can you do me a favor and liquidate them? <laughs> Criminals are concerned, whatever the case may be. So what I've been telling people, and this is not doom and gloom, this is just telling you just to be prepared. If he does declare martial law, it will be a temporary thing. I don't feel yeah, like, like most martial laws are temporary when dictators come into power. Like, don't <laughs> worry. It's just going to be like a day. It's only going to be a few hours. You're no going to be fine. Look, it's only one right yeah. long. Here's, <laughs> here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to take away all your rights. Okay. But I promise absolutely cross my heart, hope to die. I will give them back in an hour. Look, your house isn't going to be on fire all day, yeah. all right? At some point, it will be reduced to cinder and ash, and the house... Oh, okay, Jesus a lot of that. Christ. A lot of that's going to go bad first. What, I, that. what makes me nuts is that there's a guy here sitting here just be like, don't worry, it's going to be fine. Martial law will be fine. Could you imagine any... Like, if they, we're talking about Pelosi and be like, guys, look, she's going to decide martial law, but it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. I could be like, are you kidding me? Right. Somebody needs to take Pelosi out. <laughs> like I would, there's no chance that I would think that, you know? Martial law in the, like, like everything stops. Everything collapses. Think about how bad this would be. The economy immediately collapses. Immediately. There's martial law. Like our money is not backed by anything except for good wishes. Yeah. Like hope. Yeah. It's, hope it's, and change. Our money is backed by the <laughs> full faith and credit of the United States Treasury. It's mostly like, change. Yeah. But it's, yeah. <laughs> like Everything goes sh to shit immediately. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, you're not going to work like it's normal yeah. day. It's a fucking martial law would be a big, a national. What? Yeah, that's a holiday. What? Yeah. yeah. What are we, it's should like we a, vote? It's like a snow day. <laughs> I think it would last longer than maybe a week or two, whatever, at the most. So you just may want to have some food stocked up in your house two weeks. That's all. That'll help you. That's it. It's going to hey, help you. So, and then what they do is they flip the switch called the country's back again. And then the country is all okay again. That's how yeah, that everybody's works. fine. Yeah, yeah. We just—it's that one thing. You're like, hey guys, look, it's called a taxis backsies martial law. <laughs> We're allowed to do those. So it's worth the food for you and your family, just in case you can't go anywhere. But again, if he declares martial law, hey, more power to him. <laughs> Yeah. That's literally Fuck what it. martial law would be. More, more power, power to him. him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? In this democracy, if the president just declares himself temporary emperor, that's cool. We're all right with that. Yeah. I mean, we don't want a permanent emperor, Tom. Don't be ridiculous. This is America where we have freedom until the president says for a little while. For a little while, we don't. Until I give it back to you. <laughs> we won't have it. You know what I mean? Round them up. Get them out. Whatever the case may be. When he rounds these people up, when you see these indictments start to drop, you know, where they... Well, they take like the top six, Comey, Brennan, Clapper, and all these guys, you know what I mean? And, and that may be the start of it. That could be the start of it. But I think there's going to come a point, Chris, where they're going to have to shut it down. I mean, maybe yeah, shut I the country too. down. I see it too, Mark. Down, shut the country down for a couple of days and then send them out. Oh, just, yeah, we're no, just going to turn off America. <laughs> have you tried turning it on and turning it off again? Yeah. Just, so you're on the phone with tech support. You're like, yeah, um... Great Britain, yeah, I know we, we separated from you a long time ago, but we need to turn America on and off again. <laughs> Can you tell us how to do that? Oh, martial law? 
just for a couple days? Okay, we're getting on it. No problem. When we come back, should we have a king? <laughs> Is that what we should do? Hang on a minute. I turned it off. Can no. you can, can you give us the Duchess of Sussex or whatever? Just shout out a kid over there. <laughs> can you give us that one? This thing is stuck updating. The Suffolk, <laughs> the Suffolks. I don't even know what the fuck she is. Somebody said that at my work. I have a work with this. Uh, I work with this British lady and I was listening to the fucking, the news. And it was like, the Duchess of Suffolk just had a suffix. And I was just like, who the fuck had a what? And then I went into her office and I'm like, who the fuck is the Duchess of Suffolk or whatever? And she's like, oh, that's the, the one who married the other guy or whatever. The one who just got married the American who married the other one over there, the prince or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Was so like Meghan Markle? There's a, yeah, that one. Okay. That one had a kid. What's the other one's name? I don't, but I don't, I didn't know her title was Duchess of whatever. Oh, I don't fuck. know how that was. I don't, I don't really understand any of that. No, I don't well. either. I don't but, understand. But she well. shout out a kid recently. Like, I don't even know. Like when you guys use the titles, so just say the Markle name. Cause I'll recognize that. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Markle's the lady who's in charge of Germany. I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't treat me like I'm an idiot. I'm surprised she had a kid. <laughs> I do her. Oh, she's like, she'd do you. Come on. She's like, she's like, she looks like she's head of the PTA. A fucking German <laughs> power broker look, like that and own your shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Now's the time on Sprockets would be dance. That's for damn sure. Doesn't she look like head of the PTA? <laughs> doesn't she look like out of the PTA though? She would talk to someone's yeah. manager. She would <laughs> say it. She, she in America, she'd be Karen. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> And there is no scientist or doctor that can validate you can get anything out of the rectum other than, than waste, refuse, and death. There is no life. And the sodomites are cheering on and praising the rectum. This story is from Right Wing Watch. This is Meek Addison. Um, this Meek? is from Meek. Meek. M-E-E-K-E. -E. Oh. Meek, Meek. Okay. Uh, Addison, Pete Buttigieg, quote, engages in violent sexual acts. Okay. Said somebody fantasizing about somebody willing to do violent sexual acts with I'm them. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say uh, this lady's never inv been involved in a sexual act. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Fox News is doing these series of town hall meetings with uh, people on the left running for president. And, of course, they had uh, Mayor Pete uh, Buttigieg on the other day. Buttigieg. Oh, Buttigieg. So it's Buttigieg, but I want to rewind it for a second, Tom. It's not Tom. Buttigieg. It's not Buttigieg, but I want to rewind it five seconds. I, what I want you to do is watch this woman's expression when she when they mention her, the Pete Buttigieg's name. Now, they mispronounce Buttigieg, <laughs> so Buttigieg <laughs> gets mentioned, but watch her expressions, Tom. All right. Watch how fucking exasperated she is <laughs> to hear Pete Buttigieg's name. Which one of her neck rolls should I be watching? I, you know, oh. I, I don't know that you could just focus on one. I what I would do is slow focus. Focus on the whole mass and just see. President, and of course they had uh, Mayor Pete uh, Buttigieg on the other day. And oh my God! <laughs> the sigh, the oh, sigh. It's like a David Smalley oh up in that God. pig with she one less her eyes. It's, it's David Smalley with one less chin up there. So. <laughs> There's an openly gay man doing uh, out there talking, and it was as if. We have accepted the commonality of this and that that shouldn't be an issue. Therefore, let's move on and hear what he has to say about. Yeah, no, that sounds great. I 100% I agree. I, I heard that. It's like, 
Uh, he's he's saying this as a, like a like a sarcastic, like he's being. It's yeah. almost as if this is a settled social question. Yeah, it's, like, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah it it's is literally a settled yeah. social question. It is. You just didn't get the memo. It's just the hyper religious who give a fuck. I don't know, and I'm actually curious if anybody in the audience knows another atheist who does not like gay people but is an atheist because yeah. I I don't know of anything no, that I, where this comes from. No, I don't know. I don't know anybody who has got a bug up their ass about sexuality in general, unless it's religious nutbags. Right. They're the only, they're the only holdouts at this point left. Like even like people in my dad's generation are just like, ah, all right, fine. I don't care. Yeah. They're just like, even when they were like, ah, it's icky. And you're just like, stop. And they're like, uh, you got a good point. And yeah. they're like, they're just done with it now. Yeah. Because like, how do you like to fuck is nobody's business, right? It's a weird thing to define somebody yeah. by. Like, who do you love and how do you like to fuck? Well, I, fucking none of your business and none of your business. Okay. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's an inappropriate way. It's an inappropriate rubric to use to yeah. measure somebody's worth. And like, we have a, we've, we're settled. This is a done deal. No one cares anymore. Yeah. Nobody cares. There are people who care. We say that nobody cares. Yeah. What we mean to say is social that attitudes yeah, are shifting. Social ad. There are social attitudes that are shifting. Now there are still plenty of people out there who don't like gay people. There's sure. still plenty of people out there who don't like gay people. So I don't want to give that impression that there isn't a large group of people out there who do not like gay people. But that large group of people is diminishing every year because the the nuns, the people without any religious affiliation, are growing, yeah. and the people without a religious affiliation don't have any hangups when it comes to this stuff. They're not crazy. They don't care about it. Right. You know, the, the the same thing goes for like kinks too, right? Like when people like, like laugh about kinks or like kid around about kinks, it's the same. It's, it's something, it's very similar. It's like, who cares what someone's kink is? Like it literally does not matter. It's like, I don't care about any of it. Like, I don't care about any of your sexual, the way in which you approach sexual. It doesn't matter to right. me at all. So the fact when people like hear about a weird kink and I, and you say weird, right? I, even just how I'm even talking about it. When right. I say weird kink, what I mean to say is a, a kink that is uncommon. That's right. how I should say it sure. because it's like weird doesn't enter into it. It's what you, yeah, everybody, because everybody else's, everybody else's kinks to me are weird Mine are fine, but right. everybody yeah, else's right. are yeah. weird, right? <laughs> right? And the same thing goes for you, right? Everybody right. else's are weird, but yours are fine. And this, and it's just the the idea is is that we just what we really need to do is just stop thinking so puritanically about how sexuality works. Just be like, look, if you're into, you know, and I'm trying to think of something unique, right? You're into hair jobs, let's say. Okay. If you're into hair jobs, you're into hair jobs, man. It's not my deal, but good for you, man. Great. Maybe she used Pantene today. <laughs> like, you know, good Wait, luck. Is it herbal essences? Wouldn't I, that be the I guess if it's herbal essences, it's just a pretend hair job <laughs> or you fake a hair job. But you know, like the thing is, is like, who cares, right? Who cares what that person gets off on? Like somehow I'm supposed to judge you because you don't get off the same way I get off. Get the fuck out of here. And she's gonna talk in a minute about violent sex sexual acts. You know, we talk about, because that's what the, the title yeah, says, right. violent sexual acts. You know, if he is involved in violent sexual acts, first off, I have no idea if she knows that at all, period. But even if he is involved in something that has violence and sex, if it's consensual, go what fuck yourself. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Right. Leading this country. I mean, hello, don't we have the fortitude to stand up here or we're just asking for trouble if we do? 
You're asking for trouble because you are outnumbered and outdated. Yeah. That's, that's just the fucking facts, man. Well, and it's like, these guys have been standing up. They've been talking about it. It's just that their audience continues to shrink and their social capital continues to shrink because this is not a social issue that like, we're terribly worried about it. Yeah. By and large, you see, I I don't want to, there are people. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. By and large, social attitudes are shifting. And it's growing. It's growing every day. There's more and more people who don't care. I mean, even like, even attitudes among you know, many denominations of religious organizations are like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah, we're they're just, they're starting to shed that. To they're us. starting to shed it. Right. Excuse me for what I'm about to say. Uh-oh. Is that, is that the I'm not racist, but is that what she's doing? <laughs> is that what she's doing? I love the drama of this because she knows her audience will agree with her. Yeah. So she's like pretending that there is some audience that isn't you and I that are about to lambast her. She's pretending that she's speaking to this larger audience of like liberals that watch the Focus on the Family TV show. (laughs) Right? Right. What fucking fantasy world are you fucking living in right now? This is more of a fantasy than any fucking violent sexual. Yeah, no kidding. We are talking about an individual who engages in violent sexual acts with a person he claims to love. Well, how do we know? Like, how, I, I don't, I, first of all, like you said, like if how it's do you consensual, know? who gives yeah. a and shit? And how do you know? That's but number two. Is I think what she's trying to do though, if, I, if I'm reading this right, is she's trying to purport or conflate that like all homosexual sex is inherently violent. Yeah. Like in a way that heterosexual sex is not violent. Like, I don't know. I don't know what you would be, why you would be thinking it's but, violent. I mean, it, I'm sure he uses lube. It's not <laughs> right. that It'd be violent. a little mean I mean, otherwise. It's, it's a little violent if you don't, you know. Jesus. Yeah. First blood. <laughs> now that's ugly, right? Our culture doesn't want to talk about that because it's all about love and it's all about acceptance until, well, you're a Christian, right? Then it's, it's, it's about you being intolerant. But let's just- Yeah, if, if you're not acceptance, yeah. like I, this, this shit cracks me up. If you are not accepting, then you are not tolerant of that thing. Right. It's pretty easy. That makes you yeah. intolerant. Because the guy who prefaced it before he handed it off to her is like, basically saying like, do we have to tolerate this yeah. shit? That's the yeah. summation. And she's like, well, and, I don't like being called intolerant, but no, and we I don't want, have to I just want to pitch this. you a real softball question here. <laughs> right. Stop for a second here and let's realize that our defenses have been eroded. We have been fed a narrative for so long that now we have unrighteousness that we accept. I love that word, unrighteousness, right? Because who gets to choose that? Who's the one who gets to decide what's righteous and what's not righteous? It's your religious leaders. It's of those course, people, yeah. right? It's you. It's you. You get to make that decision. You're the one who gets to say, this is unrighteous. You're an idiot. <laughs> you don't get like, like, you know, right. uh, what, when you walk away from religion, you finally get the clarity to say, you don't get to tell me what to do anymore. You don't get to, you don't get to dictate my life for me anymore. When I grew up religious, there was a lot of things that were off limits. A lot of things that you couldn't think about. A lot of things you couldn't act on. Right. Mm-hmm. And then once you stop becoming religious, you're like, oh, well, all that shit is just bullshit. It's just all, it's all bullshit. Now I'm still a good person, right? 
Even though I lost religion, I didn't lose my morality. I still don't want to steal. I don't want to hurt other people. I don't want to lie to people, right? Those are the three big things yeah, I right. try to avoid <laughs> because that's what the commandments are. Those three things just split up in some weird hairs. But, you know, those are the things I want to try to avoid. Okay, well, it didn't change really who I was. What it did was it changed my perspective on how I treat others, like gay people, how I treat them. Well, I treat them in a way that they would, like I would want to be treated if I were gay. Like how I think a real religious person, if you were really true to yourself, would want to treat another person, right? We, they talk about that silver, golden, bronze age rule, whatever they mm -hmm. call it, but they talk about it all the time, but then they sure as fuck don't ever do it. They don't ever like, I, you know, if I was, if I was marginalized, I would want to be treated nicely. Yeah, right. But they don't ever do it. No, because well, because in in that worldview, it's your fault. You're marginalized. You're not marginalized for an un oh yeah an yeah, unshakable yeah, yeah. fact of your being. Sure, you're marginalized because you engage in wrong actions. Yeah. You marginalized because of your own sin. You're that's and so like there's no quarter for that. Yeah, even though it's a religion of forgiveness, right? I wish we could get away from the nature nurture argument when it comes to gay people, mainly just so you could just be like, I don't fucking care whether someone chooses to be gay or not. Right. I don't care. I did just as I don't care when we we're talking about earlier about the kinks, just as I don't care that somebody gets off on, you know, thongs or whatever, instead of some other type of thing. I don't care about that. Right. And I shouldn't care about whether or not someone else wants to, you know, sleep with a man, sleep with a woman, sleep with both, sleep with a bunch of people. It shouldn't matter to me. I want to get past the point where I have to somehow hide behind biology to be like, well, it's not their fault. Who cares whether it's their fault? I don't, I want to get to right. a point in society where we just don't give a fuck about what people do in the bedroom. Can you imagine if like, we did the same thing, but we were like, yeah, but you know what? Like, I don't like people that don't like cilantro. Yeah. I, you know, if you don't like cilantro, like if you have another preference, just yeah. a preference. Just, like, pick it's a just preference. like, yeah, whatever. Like, that's the thing I like. Yeah. Really, that's another thing I like. If it was just like, because, you know, the cilantro could be genetic. That's why I, I, I yeah. picked that, right? Yeah. So it's like, well, well, is that germane to my, like, how does your sexuality interact with my life? Right. You know, like, Somebody's sexuality does not interact with my life unless I interact with them sexually. It's the only way that it interacts with my life. So it's like, well, this isn't a way that we interact. So it's not a meaningful way for me to, 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 to think sure, about you, sure. to evaluate you as a person. Like, it doesn't have more. But we're stuck on this idea that, like, in ways that are unique, somebody's private sexual conduct with another person has moral consequences, big, broad yeah, right, moral consequences right. that are that exist outside the boundaries of the people they're interacting with sexually. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there's an idea that only religious people have, and nobody else, that like what two consenting adults do can somehow be considered immoral, even though they both were consenting adults. Right. Right. And nobody else. Nobody else believes that. Everybody else has come to the conclusion that like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any more sense than if you're like, yeah, I got some cilantro in my burrito. Oh, I, I don't like that. Okay, well, we didn't eat the same burrito, so who gives a yeah, shit? So nobody cares. Who fucking cares? Yeah. It's not, a, that's a conversation so ludicrous you would, nobody would have it. Right. But what is truly outrageous, we say, that's a bridge too far. So we've got Christians who say, wait a minute, wait a minute. You've got a man who believes he's a woman, oh, come on, that's just a bridge too far. But a man who marries a man 
and says that this is, you know, could potentially. Is she just like sl big slam on trans folk? She out of did. She, she was. She was. She slammed and then dismissed it. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone's okay with that. Everybody's okay dissing trans right. people. Except for lots of people. Except for lots of people. Yeah. Be the first gentleman of the United States. That's okay. And we're supposed to talk about his policies. I don't think so. I don't think. Well, his policies are what I want him to do. Yeah. I'm hiring him for a job not to fuck me. Yeah, I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to watch him fuck a pig on national television. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to watch him if he becomes president maybe do an infrastructure bill, right. maybe give a speech in the Rose Garden. He's not going to be fucking getting head from his husband while he does it. <laughs> I wouldn't care if he did. Is it, did the bill pass? Yeah. Well, and, and as just, long as he's behind the podium and I don't have to see it, I'm cool. Right. That's yeah. fine. Do it like Police Academy. <laughs> I forgot about that scene. <laughs> I think so. Do you understand the type of judgment that would be brought upon our country? Do you understand the type of judgment that would be brought upon our country by... I don't give a fuck. What's his judgment like? Yeah, right. Because I don't care about your make-believe. Like, I certainly don't care if I get coal in my stocking. Who the fuck <laughs> cares? Way of the types of policies, the types of laws that would be passed in our- What kind of laws? He doesn't sound like he's like, everybody's got to fuck each other in the butt. Like, he doesn't say that. <laughs> I haven't heard that yet. So we got a ton of patrons and we got uh, a, a, just a just a ton of patrons. We want to thank everybody who joined the live stream tonight and became a patron. Your, your name got read on the air, but I'm going to read all your names now just to make sure that we read them all um, a couple times. We want to thank everybody whose name got read on air as well as uh, all the new patrons. But I'm going to I'm going to read you all off here. We want to thank Vasher, Mason, Ursa Major, Daniel, Joshua. Jordan, Sean, Zach, Alexander, Proxy Fox, Ty, Soma, Pete, Steven, Jareen, Brian. Don't take weasel advice from a bobcat. <laughs> Katie, Brent, Dion, Sherry, Chris, Barbara, Zahil. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing okay. that correctly. Ask and Tell Project. Ask and Tell LGBT service member stories. PivotalSolutionsConsulting.com, Shane, Daniel, Christina, Jake, Shannon, Breadbasket Blasphemer, hmm. Trevor, Sam, Jay, David, Specs, Olivia, Kristen, Joel, Heather, Ryan, and Vanessa and Carl. Thanks so much for your generous donations. We got a ton of people um, that joined uh, because we wound up doing uh, an extra for patrons where we covered uh, some of the uh, some of the uh, people uh, that are running for the primary. We didn't cover them all because they've added some since yep. then, but we covered policies of those people. We wound up doing another extra last week where we recorded responses to people who posted. Um, in the near future, we're going to be talking about a couple of other things that have to do with the primaries, and that'll be patron only. Um, we're not sure when we'll get to them, but we have a couple stories in in the bank that'll be good for this sort of thing. Um, we'd like to talk about the the primaries all the way up through until we start getting into uh, into the debate season between the uh, primary candidate and President Trump. So we are going to skip the email this week. Um, we got a we got some email we're going to cover. We're going to try to cover it next week. Our plans are. We don't know if this is going to come to fruition, but we are going to try to do a deep dive episode next episode. And then the following have a very special guest, someone who we're very interested in talking to and someone who will complement that deep dive episode really well. We, of course, don't want to give it all away before we do it because sometimes these things fall through. 
Um, but we are very excited, hopefully, to have a special guest on in two weeks um, to talk about um, the deep dive topic. If you missed our stream, we did a stream tonight. You can catch it on YouTube. Um, we covered a story um, that the patron suggested. If you're interested in becoming a patron, we're going to be starting a new uh, project where we do a patron newsroom. Patrons will be able to submit to stories to us on a regular interval. We're not sure when that, how long that interval is going to be, but at least once a month. And then we will cover a story for patrons picked out by patrons. And it gives us an opportunity to cover weird news stories or local stories. Um, we'll pick one from the patron newsroom and we'll cover it. And, uh, and it's, 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 it's news that you curate. So, uh, so we're looking forward to doing that. If you want to become a patron, um, you can submit those stories as well. Um, you'll see the, uh, the link to Patreon in this week's show notes. You can go to patreon.com slash dissonance pod, join up. Uh, we'd love to have you as a patron. We have some goals though set specifically for that, for that purpose. So hopefully we can start putting out that extra content for patrons on a regular basis. That is going to wrap it up for this week. Um, we are going to leave you like we always do with the skeptics creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.